0: You're listening to the Life Reborn Podcast with your host, Jacqueline Page. Join me as I share my journey of returning to my authentic self by shedding labels and stigmas that are prominent in today's society. It is my hope that through sharing my story, you find guidance and wisdom to live a more empowered and meaningful life. Thank you for tuning in today. It is such an honor to share this space with you. Hello, my beautiful souls. Welcome Welcome back. I have been on a little bit of a hiatus um, with my podcast, with my business, with Instagram, with social media in general, and I've just really been taking this time to honor the messages that I've been receiving to tune into myself, and I really had to remove myself from the outside noise to really dig deep on some shadow work that I was really having to work on, and I will touch a little bit about that in this episode, but with that being said, I got this incredibly strong message to share um, a podcast episode about treating my body as a temple and seeing and honoring my body for all the miracles that she has brought to my life and I don't know if I'm going to be continuing the weekly or just producing episodes as I feel the messages but I felt this message way too strong to ignore so I'm recording this. Um, If you are listening to this when I release it, um, I wanted to let you know that my summer two session for my kids care camp kcc is going to be launching and i actually opened up a session for teenagers ages 13 through 16. i just heard an overwhelming response of loving this program and wishing and that it was available for teenagers and older children going through just life that's such a difficult age emotionally hormonally socially so much going on um so i really wanted to create that space for anyone who's needing that 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 help that guidance that support that love so if you know anyone that would be interested please head them my way so we can get in contact and i just put it out into the universe that whoever is needing these services find find out about them and hear this message that there is help out there for them. So getting back to the episode, I do want to let you know that this episode can be triggering for anyone experienced sexual trauma. I also dive into a certain experience that I had in my childhood, but also just the patriarchal sexual trauma that we're kind of conditioned with. So if you, this might be too triggering for you. Maybe just take note of that and pause this episode and maybe listen listen to it at a different time when you're called to or if you want to listen to this, just maybe set up some support for yourself after listening to this episode, just honoring where you are um, and listening to what your instinct is telling you, but I feel like I've really come to the point in my life of accepting and honoring and cherishing my body as is a beautiful temple that she is and seeing the miraculous blessings that she has provided in my life and and honoring that I would not be here without my body and just really sitting into that I would not be here without my body And just really just having so much empathy and compassion for all of the abuse I've put her through all these years of the way I ate my lifestyle, the sexual abuse that I put her through and just really having to forgive myself for that because I want to live a long abundant life and I cannot do that without my body. And so I've really taken made some changes in my life to honor honor completely love and honor her for who she is and and listening to to the messages that she gives me our bodies are yelling communication signals to us and we're so quick to ignore and I feel like we're conditioned to do that ignore the stress ignore the exhaustion ignore the complete like just Huge red flags our body is telling us and giving us, and to just push through it and keep going and work hard. And if I work hard enough, then I'll make enough money to get me to this point in my life, and then I can retire. And then by the time that happens, your body is destroyed, and then you're having to pay all of these medical bills to help repair all of this damage that we did and i want to stop that damage for myself i don't want to cause irreversible damage on my body where i'm having to live with a lifelong illness or disease or dysfunction in my body and i really decided to stop my old habits my old patterns of ignoring my body because she has given me so many like signals and red flags that I feel like a lot of things that I've put myself through could have been prevented. And yes, I recognize that that was my path. That's what I was needing. And those were my lessons and experiences that I'm learning from now. And so I honor the things that I have gone through because now I'm able to cherish my body for the goddess that she is. And I've really just tuned into... Being mindful of the foods that I eat and then listening to how that settles in my body and my digestion. I slow down when I feel that anxiety coming, when I feel that exhaustion. When I was having those sleepless nights, I was having to do a lot more self-care physically for my body to be able to handle that. My mother-in-law would ask me all the time, how do you not get sleep and still look so beautiful and just vibrant and and I had to respond by saying that I take care of my body. I eat incredibly mindful and meaningful and purposeful. And I I try to get that self-care that I need to help like replenish that. I think we are so conditioned in our society to live this fast-paced lifestyle and push and push yeah push through it push through it you can like keep working through this huddle and not listening and tuning into ourselves everything is convenient and fast paced the convenient foods the fast food industry the frozen foods you just stick in the microwave the processed foods that are just easy to pick out of the cupboard and I really have had to do a lot of deconditioning of all of that and in my life with my family and friends I'm kind of this outlier that eats quote-unquote weird and I don't know like meditate so much I have to wake up every morning before William and meditate to reset my body to connect within to set my intention for the day to listen and ask my body what i'm wanting to eat and that's not even enough like i throughout the day if he naps even before i get work done i will do a meditation sometimes even when he goes to bed i will do another meditation or before i bed before i fall asleep i lie in bed and just tune into myself and just kind of reset and clear out the negative negativity throughout the day so that i can have a restful sleep and I think that even to my husband the things that I do are strange to him and because we've been so structured living this lifestyle structured around what society tells us is normal that when you kind of start to break away from that you're quote-unquote different or weird or just going against the grain and I've had to accept that and be okay with that. And this is my path, and this is where I'm evolving. And I feel physically, emotionally, spiritually the best that I've ever felt in my whole life. And no, not every day is just this sunshine and rainbows. I do have hard days, and I do struggle, and my digestion has struggled. A lot recently, well, my whole life, but I think since I've tuned into it so much recently that it feels like everything upsets my stomach. And I've just really had to cut out all the junk that I'm eating and really focus on whole foods that I put into my body. And since I've been doing that, I have seen a huge transformation in my digestion. But then when I steer away from that and eat that processed or eat gluten or things that I know. Aren't set, going to settle well in my body. I I feel the effects of it, not just physically, but sometimes even mentally. I, I notice that I'll start craving more junk food, and then like that urge takes over me. And when I give into that urge and continue this cycle of eating junk, then like mentally I have more anxiety, and I don't know. I just feel it all over my body. I'm just a lot more aware of how things affect me, and I don't know. Where was I going with this? I don't know. Just really just tuning into what I need physically and mentally because I've spent so many of my, so many years of my life ignoring and tuning out and disconnecting from my body and living out of that and just living in my mind and living a lifestyle that just really trashed my body mentally and physically. I would even just like starting in college, just really wear myself down. I would take on so much more that I could handle and I would go, 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 go. And then I would have these moments where I would just crash and have this meltdown and this mental breakdown. And that's not a healthy way to be living. And the junk that I was eating, the alcohol that I was consuming, I mean, even just the drugs that I was experimenting with that were just so detrimental to my body and I just never listened to what I was needing. I was sick constantly, constantly. I was always sick. Once I became a teacher and I don't know, in that environment, more, you know, exposed to more germs and more illnesses. I did not have the immune system to fight that off. And I was sick constantly every month, twice a month. I was getting all kinds of illnesses, bronchitis, the flu, stomach viruses, laryngitis, strep throats, you name it, sinus infection. And then i feel like i would go into this cycle of feeling sick and feeling sorry for myself and feeling stressed so i would want to soothe all of these these things with what i ate and eating junk food and then it was like this continuous cycle of junk upon junk upon junk and it was just i don't know it was pretty awful way to live for a little while and and then i started to realize what the heck am I doing to myself? Why am I just trashing my body? Like I have more than one to give myself and not honor what's going on. And I don't think that I really tuned into that until really when we started to try to conceive, I really, even before like getting pregnant, I started to cut out caffeine. I started to cut out more junk food. Um, So I wanted to cut out alcohol And I had to make these decisions on my own. I wanted to do this because I didn't want to not be able to do this because I was pregnant. And like that be the reason why I wanted to do it for myself. And then when I was breastfeeding, still being cognizant. And I feel like some of my decisions were still because I didn't want to ingest these things and give that to my baby while I was breastfeeding and so I feel like it still like wasn't fully for myself. And then in this evolution of returning to myself and tuning into myself and connecting back with my soul, my mind, body, and my spirit, I've made these decisions for myself. I've made these changes for myself because I've started to love myself enough to want better for myself. Yeah, it takes a lot of time to have freshly juiced celery juice every morning to eat a whole food plant-based diet it is a lot more preparation it's a lot more time in the kitchen and but that's where I'm okay giving my time I'm okay spending that time in the kitchen because that means that I'm loving myself enough to give myself what I'm needing physically and mentally and I would probably be wasting that time just doing shit anyways I mean maybe on social media just sitting there while William plays I could be more productive with my time and my energy and I realized I used to dread it I used to dread cooking so much I would have to meal prep for like the week and not want to be in the kitchen and oh this is so much time to cook and clean up and then I started to slowly incorporate things okay I'll cook three times a week and because I also started to repulse the taste of leftovers like that are more than a few days old it just didn't taste good to me anymore and then I started saying okay um, I'll cook dinner and then have those leftovers for lunch and then it just started to become a normal thing for me to be okay spending that time in the kitchen and spending that time prepping my food for myself and for William and My husband, I think that I've had to, I think I've neglected his meals a little bit more because he does still eat um, poultry and fish. And so maybe I need to be more cognizant of that too. But anyways, tangent, I started to honor myself and love myself enough to take that time and energy to give back to myself because if I don't give to myself how do I expect others to give to me and how can I give to others how can I be a wife be a mother be a human being on this planet when I don't give to myself and this is the best way that I can eating healthy taking these self-care things uh Things for myself listening to what my body's needing when I'm having that anxiety instead of just ignoring it sitting and tuning into what is this telling me and with that being said this is where I've had to really tune into how I treated my body how I objectified my body in the past and I guess the programming that society gives women of how our bodies are too they're so sexualized and yeah I'm guilty of this I sexualized my body I would wear things that were low-cut or just a little more scandalous than I would ever like really want to wear now and because that was the attention that I was needing I was using my body to get attention and then of course I was attracting the wrong kind of men in my life but this was all of the messages that we were being told through the media, through movies, through the music, through just so much, all of these messages that we as women are given of what our bodies mean, even the porn industry, it's all so for men. It's so patriarchal of we're here to please men and that's how I treated my body and treated myself and I didn't value myself and my body as this temple that needed to be worshiped, that needed to be valued and I feel sorry for my younger self, for all of the shit that I put myself through, all the awful things that my body went through because I didn't feel confident enough in my in myself to say no when I didn't want to do things to go into sexual experiences and I didn't want to do it but um this is why I'm here right to please this man and some of you are probably listening to this and being like oh why the fuck would you do that to yourself but when you're not in tuned to yourself and loving yourself and confident in yourself this is what it does and all of this programming that we get throughout our lives, we're never taught. I was never really taught that your body is beautiful and that you should cherish it. I was always taught abstinence, wait till you're married. And that's such a crock of shit kind of message to give to young girls because you're not giving that same message to men i was being told oh wait till you're married but then my brother was given condoms to go out and do whatever he needed so he didn't get someone pregnant do you like this mixed messages instead of teaching me Your body is a beautiful vessel and you need to cherish that. And whoever you're with needs to also cherish that and honor that and value that. And if they don't, they're not worth that experience. Sexuality and sexual experiences should be this mutual, beautiful interaction between two people who want to exchange this energy and exchange these feelings and exchange this intimacy And if they're not willing to give you that and value that, then that is not someone that you should be engaging with instead of teaching me that instead of teaching me, oh, abstinence. And I mean, granted, I also, my mom got sick when I was in eighth grade. So really when I was blooming into these like hormone development and really want like those, the sexuality hormones really coming out and really people in my age started experimenting sexually and my mom was in and out of hospitals for months at a time and so I didn't really have her to turn to to talk about all of this stuff with because she was very open with me she was just very open and had an open dialogue about this kind of stuff and did make me feel safe to talk to her about these things but then in turn like wasn't there for like a lot of this time that I needed to have these dialogues to feel comfortable with myself but then with also that I mean our parents aren't perfect you know they parented us the way that they were taught and the way they were programmed but my I also saw a lot of shame that my mom had towards her body and and yes, I saw her as this vibrant, confident, strong woman, but I saw where her insecurities were. I saw how she viewed her body physically. And that, you know, I, I took on some of that. Some of the things that we, this pain and this trauma that we have, isn't necessarily just from our lifetime. Sometimes it's, from this trauma that our parents you know kind of passed down to us and that's why it's so important for us to really decondition and to shed all of this outside noise and tune into yourself to heal these wounds so that you're not passing these on to future generations for us to be worshipped to to not just like women but like men like worshiping this partner that i have and this mutual thing and i know i'm using a lot of binary language but that's another thing that i'm still conditioned to you know women female male you know it's just what i'm used to right now the vernacular that i am using and so i apologize if this offends anyone if you don't identify with binary you know sexuality of male and female but i feel like this This can, this message can be connected to anyone who is not tuned into themselves and seeing that their body is a vessel that needs to be valued and taken care of. And not even just in relationships and sexuality, but just, if you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing, your body can only go through so much that we needed to just tune in and cherish. And. I don't know I feel like I feel like and I sometimes I I also struggled with saying what I went through was traumatic and it was trauma but honestly from my experiences from the privileges that I've grown up with this was trauma this is trauma that I'm still having to deal with living in a society where women are so devalued and even in the healthcare system, our healthcare system for the for first world country is one of the lowest ranked in women's health. We had them one of the most, the highest percentage, some of the highest percentages of fatality for mothers giving birth that have fatal deaths. And I know that this is a lot of tangents, but I feel like a lot of that conditioning has been trauma for me. And triggers for me when I am trying to be intimate with my husband and I didn't realize that all of these things were triggers for me and when we're trying to have this experience experience I get so much in my head that I can't enjoy this time with him and then I become resentful of our experiences together and then I go into this cycle of negativity and getting in my head but I also had consciously suppressed a sexually traumatic experience I had in childhood that I also did not realize was probably stemming a lot of negativity in my sexual experiences because honestly I feel like Truly, up until now, even in the past, like maybe month, I feel like a lot of my sexual experiences weren't ever for me. And they were about pleasing my partner and they weren't tuning into my enjoyment and allowing me to physically, spiritually, mentally want to experience this and experience the love that can be exchanged in these intimate moments and I feel like this memory that I was consciously suppressing was still in my subconscious because your subconscious still knows everything that you've been through was playing such a heavy part of my life that I had no idea about and it it took a lot of deep meditations deep hypnosis meditations and honestly being comfortable with myself facing my shadows being brave enough to face my shadows that this sexual traumatic experience that i had as a child came flooding back up like i i don't know how i didn't remember this and so much I don't know, uncomfortableness, shame, trauma, sadness, anger, confusion came up with that. And it wasn't until I started healing that moment and that memory and forgiving myself and forgiving that person that I've really seen the impact that it's had in my sexuality, in my experience in my sexual experiences and being okay to speak up for myself when I don't feel comfortable doing something, being okay and valuing myself and confident and being brave enough to say, Hey, you know what? I don't want to do that right now. Maybe I can be in the mood later. And if I'm not, that's okay too. And I don't know. I feel like when I do stand up for myself, and heal these moments. I've had to heal so much of my past experiences. I've had to forgive myself for objectifying my body. I've had to forgive myself for letting myself go through things that I didn't want to go through. Forgive my parents for the programming that I was taught and told about myself and my sexuality. Forgive my husband for experiences that I went through that I did not speak up about that maybe I was not wanting to do in that moment. I've had to give so much forgiveness, have so much compassion for myself and for others. And I don't think that I could have done that if I didn't value myself, if I didn't value my voice, if I didn't value my body. If I didn't love myself and see myself as this sacred vessel, my body created, developed, sustained, and still sustains the life of another human being. Our population cannot continue procreating without me, without my body. And I feel like that needs to be acknowledged. And that needs to be recognized. Yeah, we need your sperm. But you could not physically make that body, that baby, without me. And my body is so perfect that it knows exactly how to create another human being. So perfectly that it knows how to exit that human being out of my body. And then it knows how to create the food for that Uh, that other human being. I mean, how beautiful is that? And I, it saddens my heart that it took me that experience to recognize the value of my body uh, that I, I wish I could have seen this beautiful vessel as it is now. I wish I could have seen this then. And I, I share this message in hope that one person hears this and connects to it and transforms their life the way that mine has because i'm done living this life being programmed to think a certain way that isn't aligned with myself i'm done not standing up for myself i'm done letting my body be something that is isn't anything other than sacred and beautiful and a goddess and I'm done letting other people shame me for this lifestyle that I'm living being different. I don't give a shit how different I am from you because I fucking love myself so much now that I'm not gonna let these boundaries be crossed if I'm not comfortable with it. I'm not gonna let this situation affect me i'm not gonna let your negativity enter my realm my body my soul like i'm gonna protect myself emotionally mentally physically any way that i need to because i'm only allowing things that are aligned to me for the betterment of me and for the betterment of my experiences and my soul because i'm done i'm done Living a life where is what quote-unquote society's expectations of what normal is. I don't care how different I am. This is the way I'm living. And I hope that you receive this message. Whether you identify being a male, female, non-binary. I feel like everyone needs to hear this. I feel like we need to start shifting the way we value ourselves and I think we need to start shifting the message that we give to young women and men and children and teenagers that even starting as a little as infants your body is important you are important your voice is important your boundaries are important if you don't want to be kissed We should be asking children, may I give you this kiss? May I give you a hug goodbye? I'm going to change your diaper. Or I'm taking you over to Nana and Pop's house. And they are comfortable people to change your diaper. um, But you are still allowed to not want to give hugs or not want to give kisses if you don't need to. I think that I've really... Started to implement this but I I think I really need to set my boundaries a lot more so that William William can be taught that these Boundaries are healthy that this is my body And if I don't want to be picked up then that's okay And if I don't want to give you a hug goodbye, then that's okay and I feel like if we start this Start this now as as their children as their infants as their babies teaching them to cherish their bodies and teaching young boys that their bodies are important, that their bodies should be cherished so that they can see this respect that they have for themselves and in turn, respect women and respect girls and respect. And then we just have this evolution of these interactions and these intimate moments and these sexual experiences that are based on love and based on respect and based on mutual pleasure. This is the only way it's going to happen. We as human beings need to start shifting and changing the message. And I hope that you receive this so that you can start sending that for yourself so that you can start making that change for yourself to in turn have this trickle effect on this collective shift that needs to be happening. So I recorded this yesterday and so much more information came flooding through of things that I need to share along with this message. Um, but I just want to start with, I, I started allowing these things come to my conscious mind and memories that I subconsciously bury or kind of just hide away, start coming to my conscious because it's like my my current present mind and body is speaking to my spirit and speaking to my soul and saying, Hey, I'm brave enough to face this. You can start allowing these memories, allowing these things to come through for me to start healing. And then I realized I gave you all this information and didn't kind of give you ways to help heal this, which is so incredibly important and impactful. So last night I had a dream. And the thing is, is I feel like sometimes these memories go in and out of my conscious mind because I think I've spoken about this memory on a previous podcast, but then completely forgot about it and then had a dream about it last night. So I had a dream about a certain person and I was, they were in distress. People were after them, trying to attack them and I helped them out of their situation and I offered my energy healing services to them. And when I woke up and remember this dream, it was like my spirit is telling me to forgive. I need to forgive and heal and have compassion. And so that's what I had to wake up and do this morning. And this person was one of my best friends in high school. I mean, such a strong friendship that, It developed into feelings and anyways, long story short, he ended up stopped being my friend because I would not have sex with him. And I think this is kind of what I'm talking about and we need to teach men and young men that not to objectify our bodies, that we are sacred and we need to value and have mutual respect for our bodies, for our relationships, for our interactions and our experiences. And one of the ways that I practice healing all of this is one, allowing myself to feel the pain of that memory. And mind you, I've built up a way for me to heal. This is how I heal. This may not work for everyone. I feel strong enough to allow these emotions to come up, but if you feel like this is too triggering, maybe seek out help. Go see a counselor, a therapist, confide in a trusted friend who will be able to help walk you out of this. So what I do is I create a safe space for myself. I bring up that memory and allow any emotions, any pain, any resentment, any anger, any confusion, sadness, sadness to arise and I place my hands on my heart and I just let myself feel I let myself cry let myself scream I let myself yell and I release I let go I shed I have to get that out of my system and then I bring up the memory and I I recreate the memory with me standing in my value I value myself I will not let you do this to me I Whatever, whatever I'm needing in that moment, maybe just giving love to myself and seeing myself just placing hands over my heart and like loving myself, recreating a memory filled with love and compassion. And then I just kind of like take this love and compassion and let it flow through a wave of memories that I'm needing to stop, feel and heal. And I kind of just go through anything that pops up into my head in that time, anything that. I'm needing to reprogram and heal and have compassion for. And then as I was doing this, I remembered another dream that I had last night, which is I'm going to just flat out say, this is the most vulnerable conversation that I'm ever going to probably release on this podcast. But in my dream, I was masturbating in a car full of people, (laughs) super awkward. But when, as I'm like in my meditation in this, dream popped up, I realized that this had to do with shame that was placed on me for self-pleasure. And it has to do with so much programming from the Catholic church that I grew up in and not a, just, just the complete shame that is Is given you know they even in the church they not only do you have to be married but the only time you can have sexual intercourse is when you're trying to conceive a baby not even for pleasure and the experience of a married couple or two people wanting to have this intimate moment anyways so with that I the first sexual memory I have of myself was I was maybe four years old and Keep in mind, we are sexual beings. We are driven by sex. We are, I mean, Freud has so much theory based on this whole thing of we are driven by sex. And even as like infants, we can just touch and feel and explore the sensations of our bodies. But I have this memory that I was curious. I was self-exploring. I was touching myself and I realized, oh, this kind of feels good. And my my grandmother walked in and was what are you doing? And scolded me. And I felt so much shame for touching myself and for exploring. And, and so in that moment, I created this, this memory, this neural pathway of when I touch myself, I have shame. That's ugly. That's dirty. That's yucky. And I continued to have this, like this thought and it just built on itself. And even when I did have, you know, close relationships, boyfriends that I was wanting to have this experience with, I would like hold out and not have these intimate moments. And when I finally did, I would have such shame. I would feel so ugly and dirty about myself instead of like valuing this moment and valuing myself and cherishing this and seeing the beautiful experience that that it could have been instead. And so I just share this with you because you may not realize that these moments and these memories are creating these neural pathways, these new conditions that we are programming our brain with so then we automatically react in certain ways. And of course, all of this, these memories, this trauma, and this is, these were traumatic things for me that I've developed in my mind and it completely 100% had effect with my relationship with my husband, how I viewed myself, how I viewed our sexual interactions and really placing a lot of this on him instead of tuning in and reflecting where this shame, where these feelings were coming from, because I don't know. I don't know why. Because I mean, because it shouldn't be on him. It shouldn't be on him. It should be on me to reflect in, and I just want to encourage you to explore what your triggers are, why you're having those triggers. Not even just sexually, but just any triggers, and tuning in and realizing it's not about this outside world. It's not about this other person. It's not about this experience. Really, it's about what are the messages that are bringing up, what is going on, what are the emotions, the trauma that is coming up in that moment from that person, from this experience, and tuning in and healing. And maybe The way that I explained of meditating and tuning in and bringing up that memory and healing is not the way that it's going to be for you. You have to explore your healing path. Maybe it's about bringing up that memory and just journaling, journaling, journaling everything that you can and release, 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 and then just placing your hands on your heart and giving love and forgiveness. Or maybe it's about art and an exploration and creating a masterpiece or maybe it's about dance getting in your body and allowing these emotions to flow through your expression of dance or maybe it's about getting in nature and tuning in and allowing mother earth and mother nature to mother you and and hold and support and love you as you release all of this maybe it for you it's just talking to a friend maybe it's talking to a, a counselor a therapist maybe it's just getting on a podcast or a blog post or on social media and releasing this shadow and not letting it have power over you anymore i i share this because i'm i'm releasing this power i am not letting this this trauma, this pain have power over me anymore. This is my time to take power back from myself, to love myself, to honor myself, to value myself. And I hope that you take this away with love and compassion, that you have love and compassion and grace for yourself, that you have love and compassion and grace for others and forgiveness because you're not forgiving for them that's not the point of forgiveness the point of forgiveness is so that you don't carry all of this trauma pain resentment anger confusion in your own body so that you don't embody these feelings because when you have emotions and feelings that you're not processing and healing you're embodying that physically and it turns into physical things and I've noticed that as I share these stories as I talk to my husband about this trauma as i shine light on this and release it i'm releasing physically i mean this might be tmi but i'm having way looser stools i think i'm really just shedding all of this toxicity out of my body i'm noticing digestion kind of my stomach churning a little bit more things going on in my like sacral area and my pelvic region and my sense my sexuality my sensuality organs like tension kind of nodding up, but releasing. And I'm, I'm taking note that I might be physically releasing so much pain and trauma right now that I was physically embodying in my, in myself and in in all of this. So forgive grace, compassion, love for yourself, for others, for the experiences I just really need to urge you to have that honor where you are, honor the things that you're feeling, honor what's going through, honor what's coming up and just allow yourself, give yourself that space to release, to feel anything that you're needing in that moment. And honestly, reach out to others in this moment, reach out for help because it can be so lonely and isolating and just I hope that you have the power to empower yourself to heal and to love yourself. And with that, I hope that this wasn't too heavy and deep for you. I hope that you received this message no matter where you are in your path. Um, Yeah. And if this, spark delight in you, please, please share this episode with others that need to hear it. Please share on Instagram and tag me at Jacqueline Page513. I will repost these. I would love to hear your feedback. I would love to hear how this episode, how this podcast is connecting to you. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And if you screenshot that and email it to me, I will send you a free energy healing guided meditation that I have that is very beautiful that I even do myself when I'm just needing some extra love um I don't know if I will be releasing a podcast episode next week so just make sure you subscribe so that when I do release them you will get that notification because I am still honoring the journey that i am on in that i'm on right now just really tuning inward just really facing all of these shadows it it really took my full attention and effort and i couldn't be giving my energy in other places because this healing needed to be 100% of my energy and sorry side note one last thing on treating your body as a temple especially in this Business that I'm creating for myself of being this energy healer and giving, giving, giving my energy out to others. Anyone who's in the service industry or that helping industry where you're having to give your time and energy to others the medical field nurses teachers where you're constantly having to give 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 it's so important that you connect in and give back to yourself and what you're needing and my body my soul my mind was needing this healing and needing to confront this trauma confront all of this trauma that i was i guess suppressing and it took my full attention and my full energy and i couldn't I couldn't do the weekly meditations. I couldn't do these podcasts. I couldn't do the energy healings that I'm usually doing. I I had to take a step back and I'm so grateful that I did. I'm so grateful that I honored what I was, the messages that I was hearing to take a step back because I was really needing to tune in and and heal this. And since I was able to do that I'm able to share this message and hopefully spark a healing path and healing journey for someone that's listening to this so it has been such an honor to share this space with you thank you for listening this has been a very vulnerable episode for me to share but I share because I know that others need to hear and I just send you with so much love light, and peace in your day